The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP100 to activate the offer. So visit MyBookie today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark offer you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas, get easily trackable line movement and see which team the public backs, view betting trends all day, calculate your return and follow your picks right from your device. So head over to betql.co and download the app. Hey guys, this is the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network and that's at the SGP Network. Apologies for this show being a day late. I am in the process of moving apartment. I am lacking my podcast equipment right now. So if it sounds any different or you're getting some kind of echo or beard scratching or anything that I may do when I'm recording using just my phone. I apologize. I didn't want to delay the show anymore. Uh, I know it's very early morning in the States, uh, early Friday morning. So it's quite similar, I guess, to getting it to the usual spot where it's supposed to come in at Thursday night when I'm supposed to do it, but that just wasn't possible last night. So apologies for that. You should still have enough time to get your bets on. Um, I don't really have a strong lean anyway on the early game tomorrow between Tottenham and Liverpool. So yeah, it shouldn't be too much of a hindrance. And the Canelo Triple G podcast is still coming out. That will be coming out as well shortly after this one. Um, I want to touch on what we did last week with the international football and uh, the boxing. But before I do that, um, you obviously heard all the ad reads at the top of the show. They are obviously on the show every single week. They're pre-recorded. So make sure you do check out all of the sponsors here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. However, one of the sponsors, that them being my bookie, have gone above and beyond to give you guys an additional offer. So if you deposit after 7 p.m. in the East, you will get a $25 free play if you use the code SGP25. Now, this doesn't replace the SGP100 code that you heard at the top. This is just an extra thing for you guys. I really want to hammer that home. Use it. Get on it. Use it this weekend on all the stuff that I'm giving out. If you don't use it on my show, use it on some of your NFL bets. But I've got loads going out here. Um, as I said, EPL is back. And uh, over on lockbetting.com is where I release my European show. So if you want something European, um, if you like betting on the likes of Barcelona, Real Madrid, Juventus, all that kind of stuff, if you like betting on European football, then check out my European show on lockbetting.com. It's exactly the same as the EPL show, um, except we handpick 
a selection of games that we like, usually around about eight to ten, and uh, we put out some bets on them. So you can use your code there, uh, or use it on the big Canelo Triple G fight. As I said, there'll be a podcast coming out about that. And some of you might be thinking, well, you do your EPL and you dabble with some NFL. We've heard you on the show. What the fuck do you know about boxing? I know enough about boxing to go 100% last week. Amir Khan to win, uh, Amir, in, plus over over 8.5 rounds. Amir Khan over 6.5 rounds, uh, total rounds for the fight. Uh, Amir Khan on points. Um, Porter and Garcia to go two points last week. Uh, I was pressed for a pick and I narrowly went for Garcia, although that wasn't anything that I was committing to. Um, the point was is that I took the over on both fights and uh, everything landed there so I know my boxing and if you remember last time for Canelo and Triple G when I was on with my colleague Jeff Cohen we were pretty much bang on with exactly how that fight went and the interesting thing about that fight is is that even now watching it back without the commentary uh, if you turn it on silent um, I still find it difficult to give that fight to Triple G like everybody else does. I know he was coming forward and whatnot a lot more, but have a look what was landing if you if you have time to watch the fight. If you don't give a shit and you just want to you know watch this weekend's fight and have some action on it, that's fine. You don't need to do the analysis on it. I've already done it, and it will be on the Canelo Triple G podcast that will be coming out just after this one. So let's move over to some EPL, which is what I'm renowned for specializing in um been doing that for an entire year here been covering soccer on the sgp for over four years now and we've had a really really good start to the epl season coming off the back of a really good world cup and uh, we come into this week off the back of an unbelievable international week going six and one on the podcast last week landing France, landing Argentina on the handicap, landing Brazil on the handicap, taking that little bet on the on Switzerland against Iceland where Switzerland were really strangely the price. I only actually dropped the England game and and I gave that out as a big price draw at um at plus 250 and if the referee had done his job properly that would have landed as well because England were screwed over uh, in injury time from getting an equalizer against Spain. Big error from David De Gea of Manchester United. Um, lay down injured for a stupid amount of time because he knew he'd fucked up and uh, the referee didn't give a goal. We really needed VAR there. So go back and watch how close I was last week to delivering a 9-0 podcast. Um, so yeah, that that would have been, that would really, really been something. But you know what? Every podcast I've, I've done now for the last year has pretty much been profitable I can't remember an EPL show last year when we were doing it with James that wasn't profitable speaking of James George he will be back with me this week Champions League podcast Champions League season preview will be out on Monday I know a lot of people are waiting for that I know a lot of people ask for that I know Champions League is the, is, is the favourite thing over there in America um, for those that do watch soccer I know it even supersedes the Premier League um, so obviously we're going to be covering it Champions League podcast preview podcast with me and James George who I know you guys love and are missing we'll be back together over the weekend and we will be putting that show out on Monday in time to bet on the Champions League which comes back on Tuesday 
Now, should we do some EPL? I think we should do some EPL. You guys want to hear some EPL? Should we do some EPL? Let's do some EPL. It's back, baby. This weekend, international football has come and gone. Wasn't as much of a drag as it usually is, probably because we've just had the World Cup and there's still a bit of good feeling about international, probably just because um, they've introduced the UEFA Nations League, which makes it more competitive, makes the games worth something, means that you don't get loads of reserve players and sub and six substitutes a game and all things like that, which everybody hates. Uh, proper, proper competitive games with proper tackling and and proper effort and proper teams. Uh, so yeah, international football last week wasn't a drag and moving on in the future, I'm not going to be taking those weeks off. I will be continuing to cover international football here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network because of the fact that there is a big interest in the Nations League, the Europa uh, UEFA Nations League sorry uh, it was a success it was popular the games were good every game was was good that I saw over the weekend a really good game between France and Holland which we won money on uh, I went to England Spain good competitive games international football coming off the back of the World Cup has restored its significance has restored its aura so if there's an interest in it and there's and people want to bet on it, I'll cover it. So there will not be a break there. I mean, I, I covered international soccer last week mainly because there was big time boxing as well and thought I would just the two things added up together kind of added up enough for there to be something significant enough to cover. But um, international football, really good, really good last week. So Premier League, Tottenham starting off the weekend at home against Liverpool. So the biggest game of the weekend is the game that kicks it all off. And um, the bookies can't really separate these two guys here because the original price that this opened up at, uh, and, it's, and it's the same in some places, Tottenham 6-4, to four, Liverpool 6-4, to four, and the draw is around about 2-1 to one, depending where you look. Um, but the interesting thing about this is as the team news starts to filter in and with Tottenham having some injuries and Tottenham coming off the back of of the loss against Watford, the money is moving Liverpool in certain places. So whereas Liverpool are coming in from that price uh, around about five to four in some places. Tottenham are moving up to seven to four and may even touch two to one by the time you listen to this. So the money is coming in for Liverpool. Um, The team news is beginning to favour Liverpool. In fact, as I look around, there isn't a bookie left that still has that six to four, six to four price. Um, You are now looking at Tottenham at around about 13, uh, shortest prices, 13 to eight and the biggest price is seven to four uh, maybe actually 15 to eight as well at certain places so uh, 15 to eight at bet three six five and Liverpool being as low as five to four as I already said do I agree with where this money is going though um I, I I do and don't because I can see why it's going there Deli Alley's out Tottenham are missing Loris in goal um They've had the 100%, Liverpool have had the 100% start. Tottenham lost their 100% start against Watford. Looked lackluster in the second half. Looked tired. Looked looked like they did still have a World Cup hangover. But the thing is, is a lot of these players would have had the week off. I know um, they didn't all feature for their for their international teams um, as they usually do during as they did during the World Cup. I know some guys here did manage to get a rest. Um 
someone like Lucas Moura, for example, doesn't even play for his international team because he can't get into the team, which is which is which is incredible if you think about it. And um, yeah, I think Tottenham have overcome that obstacle of, of Wembley. Um, I think it would almost be more difficult for Tottenham to win if this was their season opener at a new ground as this was supposed to be. So I don't think Tottenham should be moving towards being significant underdogs. I think pricing these teams up evenly in the first place um, was a bit of a uh, disrespect to Tottenham. Tottenham at home to Liverpool, pricing them up at the same price. I find that slightly disrespectful to Tottenham, seeing as the two teams have pretty much been neck and neck in, in recent seasons. And it's actually been a long time since Liverpool finished above Tottenham. So it is disrespectful. And now the money makes it even more significant because it's like the disrespect was giving to Tottenham in the first place because they lost to Watford. And now, obviously, with the news of injuries to Loris and Ali, it's beginning to look even more disrespectful. Look, Liverpool do have a 100% record, but who have they played? Nobody. They, they've Every game that they've won, they were expected to win those games. Their toughest win so far has come at Crystal Palace. And even that, I expected Liverpool to win that game. They've made a good start, yes, but in recent weeks, they had a terrible, terrible second half last time out against Leicester. Um, they looked uh, out of ideas at home to Brighton where they only won 1-0. So I'm not picking Tottenham here, but I am 100% taking Tottenham at 4-6 to six on the double chance. That gives us the draw and the win for Tottenham. Uh, the only way you lose this bet is if Liverpool actually win the game, and I just don't think that they will. I think the 100% record for Liverpool will go this weekend, leaving the only 100% team as Chelsea, but we'll get to Chelsea when we get to Chelsea. So Tottenham plus one is my pick on this, or Tottenham double chance, as you were. Um, Bournemouth at home to Leicester. Bournemouth lost their uh, unbeaten record last time out against Chelsea. Uh, prior to that, they were held against Everton at home, but coming back from 2-0 down, uh, Leicester played really well last time against Liverpool, and uh, they've done well all season. I mean, losing 2-1 to Man United and losing 2-1 to Liverpool are not bad results. They made a really good comeback when they won away to Southampton and Southampton themselves don't look too bad this season. So these are two teams that I think have had a pretty decent start and look pretty good. Um, they're not in any relegation trouble. They are pushing for a top half finishes um, a lot more than West Ham are who I tipped at the start of the season to be a top half team. But Obviously, they can't get their shit together. But again, we'll talk about them when we get there. This one, I just think, will be a bit of an open game. Both these teams already look like they know where their position's going to be in the table. They're playing for anywhere between 8th and 12th place. I think they will occupy those places. And then that gives you a sense of freedom to play. Now, usually, when, when that's the case, I would divert to the home team. However... Instead, I like the pick of both teams to score slightly more. Uh, that's at four to five uh, between Bournemouth and Leicester. I do think both teams will find a score sheet here. Nobody here is renowned for their defensive capabilities, although, of course, Leicester do have a really good keeper in Kasper Schmeichel. Um, they haven't 
they haven't really been racking up the clean sheets. They, like I said, they have got Casper Schmeichel. They do have Harry Maguire, um, but in, in other positions across the back four, they are weak. And Bournemouth themselves don't really worry about defending. I think this will be an open game, and uh, I do think both teams will score in this encounter. Moving on to Chelsea, Chelsea versus Cardiff. Chelsea one to five, draw seven to one. Cardiff eighteen to one. I strongly fancy Chelsea to continue their 100% record here. Um, I don't think Cardiff are going to get anywhere near the Chelsea goal. Uh, last time out, Arsenal were given a good game by Cardiff at the Cardiff City Stadium. Uh, but Arsenal are not defensively as secure as Chelsea are. Um, although, as much as I am tempted to give out Chelsea to win to nil... I'm actually leaning towards the handicap result here. I might be more obliged to give out Chelsea minus one here at four to six. Reason being is because there is a possibility that Chelsea could get quite far in front in, in this game and, and let their foot off the pedal uh, because that's how I see it going. I don't see Chelsea scoring less than three goals here. Another bet that I like here is Chelsea to score over 2.5 team goals. Um, at 8 to 11. This Cardiff City team are not cut out for the Premiership. Yes, they were really brave and gutsy against Arsenal, but Arsenal are one of the poorest away teams in the Premier League. We were lucky to land that last time, uh, and I believe it was our lock, um, simply because Cardiff are so poor. But we were lucky to land it and needed, needed to land it in the last 10 minutes. But that's more a reflection of how Arsenal are, not how Chelsea are. In fact, just going back to my bet, uh, I found even money at bet 365 for Chelsea to score over 2.5 goals. I love that bet. Chelsea should have no problems with the likes of Willian, Hazard, Jorginho and Morata scoring three goals against this lacklustre, guaranteed to be relegated Cardiff side. Up next, you have Huddersfield versus Crystal Palace. Huddersfield are another team I think are going to go down this season. They're 5-2 to two in this one. 21-10 the draw and Crystal Palace is 6-4. to four. Huddersfield stole a point last time against Everton, which was a big coupon buster for a lot of people because everybody's expecting Everton to be a lot better. And although Everton are unbeaten this season, they, they've not really looked that impressive and uh, their game against West Ham this week will be a very interesting one it will be the televised game on Sunday but um, yeah Huddersfield got that point and really they'll be looking to build on that in order to mount a case for them surviving however they're coming up against Crystal Palace who themselves seem like they have the same problem that they had last year they cannot win any games without Wilfred Zaha in fact they can't even get a point without Wilfred Zaha playing luckily for them Wilfred Zaha is training and looks like he'll be back for this game uh, I don't love that price for of 6-4 to four at all but what I do like is taking Palace draw no bet at 4-6 to six. that's minus 150 again I think that's the third time in the last four games that we've gone for something with that price but um, I do like it and I do think that uh, Crystal Palace are good there on the draw no bet um, if it is a draw you get your money back uh, I just don't see Huddersfield winning this game at all uh, I think Crystal Palace would be too good for him especially if Zaha plays and from everything that I've been reading he will do 
Moving on to the champions, Manchester City. They will host Fulham. Don't really know where to go with a bet on this one because Manchester City are obviously clear favourites at 1-8. to eight. The draw is 9-1 to one and Fulham are a massive 25-1 to one in this game. Fulham are not a bad side at all. They've shown that now by getting their first win of the season as we predicted here on the EPL show. Uh, they also got a draw last time out at Brighton, which isn't the easiest place to go, as Man United showed when they got beaten at Brighton. So Fulham are a decent side, and I'm not going to be taking Manchester City here with a clean sheet again, because it has bit us on the arse before. I'm much more inclined to take Manchester City at 1-2 to two on the on the alternative handicap line. Um, I know it's not very bold and brave that Manchester City win this game by two clear goals, but... I think that's the only thing I can give out. I think I'm much more confident about City winning this game 3-1 than I am Manchester City winning this game uh, 2-0 or, or, or 3-0. I, I think Fulham could definitely score in this game, but I'm not confident enough to give out both teams to score. All I want here is to clear up our handicap result. Um, I don't think Fulham are that great defensively either. So as with the Chelsea game, I do like Manchester City as a team to score over 2.5 goals in this game. I'm just finding the best prize for you. I think it's probably going to be at about 3.65. Yep, it's 1-2 to two again. It's uh, minus 200. So either one of those fine. Man City minus 1 at 1-2. to two. Man City over 2.5 team goals. They will score three goals against Fulham. Absolutely no problem with that. Uh, good fantasy pick this week. Sergio Aguero, if you haven't already got him, um, definitely think that he'll be able to find the score sheet here. Uh, stay clear of Leroy Sane completely. Um, I thought somehow with this rotation that he would work his way into the team. Didn't want to take him out the week that he was put back in. However, it turns out that he's had a big falling out with Guardiola and the, and the German manager, Lockham Lowe. Big problems with his attitude, apparently. Both managers kind of agreeing with each other there. So there must be something to it. So stays well clear of him, but be, be confident about putting Sergio Aguero in your team. In fact, while we're talking about fantasy, uh, be confident about your Chelsea players as well. We've already gone through that game, but um, the likes of Hazard, Willian, Morata, or any of the defenders as well. Um, Alonso is an Aspilicueta are on the expensive side. If you do have one of those, go for Alonso. But those centre-backs, Rudiger and Luis, they're only 5 million, and it certainly does look like the pairing over at Chelsea. Up next, Newcastle versus Arsenal. 16 to 5 Newcastle, 14 to 5 the draw, 10 to 11 Arsenal. Why are Arsenal on odds on favourite on the road? I don't know. Uh, they didn't look that great against Cardiff, even though they scored three goals. And although Newcastle are not sitting in a very good league position, they did compete at home to Chelsea. They did compete at home to Tottenham. They did compete against Manchester City. They have lost all of those games by two goals to one, which means that they are scoring against the top sides. I expect them to do the same here again. I expect Arsenal to score, but I'm not taking Arsenal to win. Um, in fact, if I took anything in this game in, in regarding a result, I would probably take um, even money on Newcastle plus one or Newcastle on a double chance. But... As Newcastle have lost all those games 2-1 and sandwiched a nil-nil with Cardiff in there and uh, both defences look like shit. Both teams to score is the bet here. Again, oh, at four to six at some places, I was almost going to say at our favourite price, but shop around, shop around at somewhere like 
Odd Shark or Odds Checker in the UK because they are available at four to five at some places. That bet is available at four to five. Both teams to score in a Newcastle Arsenal game, which will be uh, the last three o'clock game that we're going to cover because then we move on to the 5.30 Saturday televised game. Big one, Watford, high-flying, 100% record against Manchester United. Manchester United, odds-on favourites away again. Watford are 10-3, to 13-5 the draw, and Manchester United 19-20, to 20, although you can get them at even money. What do we do in this game? Because as a Man United fan, I need us to win this game. Man United need to win this game to stay in touch with the leading pack. They cannot afford a third defeat in the first five games. Jose Mourinho is battling for his job. The last time out, Man United came out really hot. One away to Burnley, which isn't the easiest place to go. Although this season, Burnley don't look like the team that they usually are. Meanwhile, Watford, they look like they're just bullying teams. Like when Tottenham were ahead, they just got outmanned. They literally got outmanned player for player couldn't hold on to their lead and they couldn't even hold on for a point Watford beat Tottenham at this very ground so in no way shape or form am I confident here in picking out Man United in the past over the years this has certainly been the type of game where Jose Mourinho has been able to go out there and get a result he's been able to grind out a 1-0 win but Man United have struggled at Watford in the past um in Jose Mourinho's first season there, Man United got beaten by Watford by three goals to one. So it's not a great ground for us. And uh, I'm going to take Watford plus one. Watford flying with a 100% record. Uh, and you can take them with a one goal head start at 19 to 20. So nearly even money there. Um, so generally the price is around about 10 to 11, so minus 110. You can take the team here with a 100% record who just beat Tottenham against a struggling Man United who may have some internal issues. Um, even as a Man United fan, I think that has to be the bet. I can't take Man United here and uh, it's not often you'll hear me come and say that. Uh, won't be personally betting it, obviously, because I can't bet against my team and... It's not a case of, oh, you know, my team didn't do well. If, I, if Man United win, I lose money. If Man United lose I win or, or fail to win, I win money, but I'm unhappy that my team lost. It's a no-win situation. I'd only confidently be able to have money on this if I wanted to bet Man U. That, but I know that they are the wrong side of this, so I'm just going to stay clear. Moving on to the Sunday games, what Wolverhampton Wanderers, Wolves versus Burnley. Wolves 3-4, to 13-5 the draw. And the away team, Burnley, at 2-1. Uh, this time, Burnley aren't playing on Sunday because they're in Europa League, because they're already out. They're just playing on Sunday because they're playing on Sunday. It'd be interesting to see whether you get a fresher Burnley team or whether they play better. But I don't think Wolves is the best trip for them. This is a ground where Manchester City struggled at. Wolves are doing really well in the league. They won at West Ham last, t- last time out. They look defensively solid. They look creative in attack. Um, I really like this price. going to keep this short and sweet. I like Wolves to beat Burnley at Three to four, Burnley are bang in trouble. I think they're going down with the Huddersfield and Cardiff. One hundred percent, my pick at the moment. Southampton are, look absolutely fine. Brighton look like they're not going to really um, be a relegation contender. Although they probably will be there or thereabouts. I just think that the, the three teams this season are going to be significantly far worse. I'm not expecting a big relegation battle. I think it's quite clear for me that it's going to be Cardiff, Huddersfield and Burnley. I think Burnley are going down. Um, Everton versus West Ham is next. 
Everton, even money, 11 to 4 the draw and 29 to 10 West Ham. Yeah, speaking of teams that are going down, West Ham, are they going to be down there? Well, if you look at their first seven or eight games, I think it's going to be a, the kind of start that Palace had last year where they take absolutely nothing from those games and I don't expect them to take anything really from this game against Everton. But um, I do expect West Ham to survive even though I like Everton to win this game. The main thing though I like in this game rather than taking Everton at evens is again the both teams to score. West Ham have showed that they can attack but they can't defend at all. Um, Everton look ropey in defence themselves. They, they haven't got a strong centre-back pairing. Um, Dinya hasn't quite settled at full-back. Obviously, the main thing that they've got in their defence, which is solid, is their goalkeeper, Jordan Pickford. But I think West Ham can do what Huddersfield did and they can score at Everton. But I'm leaning towards Everton winning this game, but I'd like both teams to score at even money as the better bet uh, if I was to choose between the two. I'm a little bit more confident about both teams scoring this game than I am of, about Everton getting the win. But um, one thing that won't happen is I don't think West Ham will win this game. I'm not taking West Ham as any kind of uh, underdog here or anything like that. I, I think they're going to have, their start is going to get even worse. But um, inevitably, they're just way too good to, to not get out of it. Their players are just so much better. The thing is, is that for them to actually be relegation contenders, the likes of Huddersfield and Cardiff would have to be picking up points. They haven't got any. And Burnley haven't got any. West Ham although they have had an absolutely abysmal start, and let's make no mistake about it, like losing all your first four games isn't a good start. Let's, let's make no mistake about it at all. And they've rarely looked good in those games as well. They, they look good in patches against Arsenal. But if they win this game, they go all the way up to 16th place, providing no one else picks up any points. And I'm not expecting Burnley to get anything. I'm not expecting Cardiff to do much. I'm not expecting Newcastle to get a win this weekend. I'm not expecting Huddersfield to do anything. And these are all the teams just slightly above West Ham. So as shocking as it has been, a win against Everton will leapfrog West Ham up this table. I'm not expecting it. I wouldn't write them off from getting a point, uh, which is why I'm going with both teams to score here, as opposed to taking Everton Although, if pressed for a pick, if pressed for a pick, I will go with Everton in this game. Finally, Monday night football. Southampton hosting Brighton. Southampton 11-10. The draw is 12-5. And Brighton are 3-1. to I like Southampton in this game uh, to narrowly squeak through. But one of my favourite Southampton bets is always under two and a half goals. And that is available at four to five. You'd usually pick that up around about eight to 13, four to seven uh, in a Southampton game. But they are looking a bit more potent this season. They are looking a bit more attack minded. In fact, they, with the inclusion of Danny Ings, it has added a whole new dimension to the front line. I think Mark Hughes is also a lot a lot different managers to what um, Southampton have had previously. It's with the way Hughes was as a player, it makes it hard for him to really set teams up defensively. And he hasn't really done that anyway. So I'm actually going to steer away from the pick. And I kind of do understand why, why the price has moved. Uh, and if it is a defensive game, it will be a case of Brighton sitting back and trying to nick something here. So I'm going to go for Southampton. Uh, James will be happy with me taking Southampton here, 11 to 10. Uh, you can get it as high as five to four, actually, if you look around the places like Oddschecker or Oddsharks, 
sponsor here of the SGP. Guys, that has been it. That is the roundup. I'm now going to move on to my lock dog tees. Don't forget to use the promo code SGP25 over at mybookie.ag if you deposit after 7 p.m. East. Use the code SGP25 and you will get a $25 free play. Use it on anything here on the EPL that we've been giving out. It'd be an absolute no-brainer not to use that offer. Now let's do the lock dog tease. My lock this week is going to be Chelsea minus one. Uh, I just don't see how they have any problems against Cardiff at all. Um, and Chelsea have been a solid lock for me for the first three weeks of the season where we just continually locked up Chelsea and they just continued to win. That was a good start for us. It was only last week where we changed. Um, I can't remember if I went for Everton or Arsenal last week. I know I was fairly certain about both. Um, Arsenal won and Everton didn't. So that would mean we are 100% on locks for the season if we did go with Arsenal. If we didn't, we're 3-1. and one. So I'm going to have to check that. I can't remember at this exact point. But I know whilst we were going with the whole Chelsea thing, um, we just continued to win every single week. So Chelsea is what I'm going to go back to. Uh, Chelsea minus one. Uh, the dog. I actually like some dogs this week. Uh, unfortunately, one of the dogs I like is Watford. Uh, but I'm never going to go against my own team on this show. Um, not really a fan of that. Um, I like Leicester as well at Bournemouth. Uh, but I'm going to go for Tottenham. Let's see if Tottenham can burst everyone's bubble. Everyone is now touting Liverpool more and more and more for the title um, simply because they're on this 100% record. Guys, they haven't played anyone and they haven't looked convincing at all in the, in the last two games. This is their big test going to Tottenham. Now the, now the defence is actually going to be tested coming up against Lucas Moura and Harry Kane and, and Ericsson. And uh, I expect goals in that game. I expect both teams to score. Uh, I expect Tottenham not to lose because a plus one was my official pick. But I like Tottenham as a dog. I'm going to take Tottenham as a dog, um, a dog that you'll probably be able to get two to one by kickoff if we're looking at the, the current betting trends um, on this game. The parlay, this one relatively straightforward for me. Uh, I'm going to be taking Chelsea, uh, that's outright. We've already taken them on the minus one. Uh, going to be taking Manchester City. That is on the minus one. And the last pick that I'm going to be taking on this week's parlay will be Wolves at home to Burnley. Uh, that really gives you a nice spike on that parlay. Takes it all the way up to two to one on that parlay. So Manchester City minus one, Chelsea outright and Wolves outright. And as I said, that comes in at quite a nice two to one when you add Wolves there as the big parlay or accumulator booster. I don't know if you Americans are familiar with the accumulator phrase. Sometimes if I say accumulator, I mean parlay. And for UK people, if I say parlay, I mean, accumul I mean, I mean accumulator. It's very difficult to do these shows with, um, with um, different terminology, parlay, accumulator, and you use the plus odds and we use the fractions. And it's even when I'm giving my tips over at lockbetting.com, I, I give the stake out uh, in pounds. So I, if I give a 100 pound stake, out um, that means um, it can mean anything between $120 to $130 at the moment with the fucking rate all over the place with Brexit but try and work with me guys I think 
I think overall I managed to to handle things okay with um, putting bets out for everybody that everybody can understand. And hopefully everybody will go over to mybocky.ag and get that free $25 deposit bonus, that the $25 free bet. Remember, as I said, it doesn't affect your initial bonus. You still get the $100 with the code SGP. 100, you just get an additional 25 if you deposit after 7 p.m. in the east because these guys are just either fucking really generous or either just really nuts or both. But you have to have this account at this point. You have to be using uh, Odd Shark to find the best odds. Why would you bet somewhere else? Why would you take um, plus 175 when plus 200 is out? somewhere else at the moment with my dog Tottenham I know if I sit on it I'm going to get plus 200 tomorrow so that's exactly what I'm going to sit there and do anyway guys as I said find me at lockbetting.com if you want the European show if you want a Q&A show if you want a boxing uh, sorry if you want a betting package which will include boxing, MMA, UFC, WWE, and soccer. There are packages there, individual packages. One's a specialist soccer package. One is a package for all sports. Um, over $1,500 up last month, uh, over $1,000 up this month. 4-0 sweep on the NFL last weekend, landing everything there as I came on the SGP podcast and said when I gave out my lock dog tea. So check me out. Lockbetting.com is where I am. Hope you've enjoyed the EPL show. Hope you have some good luck with your bets. Hope you guys tune in for my Canelo versus Triple G preview, which will be exclusively here in a few hours, right here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, guys. Special.